Hey there, I'm Ashley and I'm a proud mama of two beautiful kiddos, a wife, a health and wellness coach, and a middle and high school shop teacher. Hi, I'm Roberta, mama, wife, educator. I'm an entrepreneur and homeschool mom navigating the work, family, social life balance. Together, we will discuss various topics near and dear to our hearts for teachers and mamas, like routines, health, habits, self-care, and so, so much more. Living a healthy lifestyle is for everyone from young children to adults. Health, wellness, and emotional and social well-being starts at home and should be expanded upon in the classroom. Everyone can benefit from the Teacher Mamas podcast. So if you're ready to learn some helpful tips, let's do this thing. Hello, podcast friends. Uh, We are here with my good friend, Kelly. Uh, We so we kind of met at this event that we went to in October. We actually didn't meet face to face there. I actually um, joined this power hour with someone that I met there. And then Kelly is doing the power hour along with her. And I was like, instantly, we are like, BFF. So I was like, we need to have her on the show. Um, She's awesome. She is a teacher. And she's also a certified holistic nutritionist. So we wanted to bring her on and talk about like nutrition with teachers, specifically. And so we're super excited to talk to her today. Hopefully you guys will get some really awesome nuggets from her on what is like, what is good eating and what is not good eating? So I'm just, I'm super excited and we'll just hop right in Kelly. So why don't you just go ahead and tell us a little bit about you, what grade you're teaching right now, and then how you came to be a teacher. Yeah. Yeah. Well, again, thank you both. Thank you both Ashley and Roberta for having me on. I'm super pumped to be here and uh, such a great topic that we're going to be focusing on today. So Yeah, um, I am, like you said, I am a nutritionist, a holistic nutritionist. I am a full-time teacher. I've been teaching for 10 years. I currently teach third grade, but I have taught first, second, and third. Um, And if you were to ask me which one is my favorite, I'd probably say second. Um, Just I don't know. I just like that age the best. It's in the middle of the the three that I've taught, and I just, I like that, the content and everything. But um, yeah, so how did, how did I get here? Um, how did I become a holistic nutritionist? I really, um, it was through my, my own background, my own, my own history. I had really bad gut issues and I felt like I was not being heard by endless amounts of doctors that I would go to. Um, and so I was like, you know what, I need to take matters into my own hands. I, learned through social media, uh, through Instagram, which I had never really been on um, until the pandemic. I, I learned through Instagram, oh my gosh, there's so many people out here that have so many different passions. And I ended up following some nutritionists and I was like, that's what I want to do. Like, I want to go back to school and get certified so that I can help support myself and healing myself. But then ultimately I can give that information to other people and help them do the same. So yeah, here I am. I love it. Would you care to go into depth at all about any of the health issues that you had? Yeah, absolutely. So I, like I said, I've had gut issues my entire life. I mean, from a young age, as early as 
four or five, I remember having gut issues. It's just always been a thing. And I've really realized a lot of it comes from stress. Um, Mm -hmm. In fact, most of my issues are related to stress. Um, shocker, right? Like as a teacher, we're weird. As women in general, we are stressed. Um, but <laughs> yeah, so I, um, I've had H. pylori, SIBO, and Candida. All of them are well. One's a parasite. One's bacteria, and one is a yeast overgrowth. Um, and all of those things you can easily get through just diet, uh, lifestyle. Um, you know, potentially lack of exercise, um, and just what we, what we consume, what we breathe in, what we, um, put in our bodies. So, um, through learning, you know, what was good for me to be putting in my body and what was not, I was able to, you know, through also my, my nutrition, uh, schooling, as well as working with other, um, naturopathic doctors and functional medicine practitioners, I was able to, you know, figure out ways to um, eradicate all three of those things. So now I I don't have any of them um, and live a much more enjoyable life because I am not dealing with the stress um, that tacked onto that um, because all three of those things cause uh, just a lot of, of full body issues, you know, brain fog, um, in terms of gut issues, you know, digestive distress. So I had, uh, you know, really bad bloating and distension. Um, you know, you name it. I had back and forth diarrhea and constipation. Um, just, just lots of unwanted symptoms. And uh, yeah, it's no fun. But I'm, I'm here to say that you know, if I can heal myself from those things naturally, then you know, you can too. I thank you so much. I hear like. I hear so many like oh so many scary things it probably sounds like to a lot of people and I just want to like let people know like you are not alone if these things are happening to you and people like Kelly can help heal you um, if you are not having any luck at like going to the doctor because there's so many people who have gut issues who like try to go to the doctor and like you said they don't get heard or it seems like they really don't know what to do because they don't have the training for it. So yeah, just like finding somebody like you did on Instagram um, to help you heal those things because living an unhealthy or a a really un like just a icky lifestyle like that, just, it sounds, it sounds horrendous. (laughs) And it really, I mean, it really is. And, and you, you know, having lived it past experiences, um, of dealing with this, you feel almost all the time, like, oh my God, this is, this is my forever. Like nothing is going to fix me. Like I'm never going to be well. Um, and I get that. Like, if that's the way you feel like, hello, that was me. I'm raising my hand. That was me, but it doesn't have to be that way. And so I just want to reassure anyone who's listening, who's like, oh my God, I feel like maybe I have those things or how do I figure out if I have those things? I can show you how to determine that. Um, and I can also tell you that it, again, it doesn't have to be that way. 90, 80 to 90% of us have leaky gut to some extent, which is what typically triggers these other three things that I had. Um, and it's just, it's unfortunate because 
we just live this, again, this stressed lifestyle where we then are consuming things we probably shouldn't consume, um, you know, things like packaged processed foods, you know, eating out um, quite excessively and, and all of that impacts our gut and just our, our overall mental well-being and our, our whole body wellness. Mm-hmm. So what exactly does like um, being a certified holistic nutritionist? So like kind of yeah. two questions there, like how do you get certified? What does that look like? But then also um, maybe just like differentiation between what is holistic nutritionist versus like a nutritionist we might see in, yeah. you know, a traditional doctor's office. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great question. So the difference between uh, just like a, a regular um, nutritionist and what I do, which is holistic nutrition is that I am looking at a whole body approach. Um, so like mind, body and soul approach, whereas a just regular nutritionist is going to really just be looking at the food aspect. Um, of things primarily, um, you know, what you're consuming and, and also, you know, um, movement as well. They'll, they'll probably focus on that as too, but it, um, it's primarily the, the food focus. And for me, like I said, it's, it's everything. It's how you're, you know, on a daily basis, how you're functioning mindset wise, what can we do to support your mindset? Um, it's how are you moving your body? What can we do to support more movement in your day? Um, again, it's deals with your nutrition, right? So how are we supporting our bodies with eating whole foods that are really going to help give us the nutrients that we need in order to eradicate these things that are in our bodies that are taking up space and making us feel unwell. Um, and, you know, it's also tapping into the, the soul aspect too, of like, why are we doing this, right? Why am I putting my health first? Um, because that's not something that's talked about or um, really acknowledged in the the contemporary, just, you know, general um, practice in terms of whether you're going to see a PCP or a nutritionist. It's, it's really um, just a one track mind for the most part. Um, and then in terms of, you know, schooling, I um, got my certification from the Energetic Health Institute. There's, you know, IIN, there's, there's so many different places you can get um, mm -hmm. yours from. Um, some are going to be accredited um, and allow you to then use that schooling to go towards board certification. Others won't. So where I got my certification, they are accredited. So I will be able to use all my knowledge to help me move forward in then taking the board certification um, exam, which is what I plan to do this year to become board certified, which is just like another credential. Um, but in terms of just the, the basics of the certification, um, it takes anywhere from, you know, two to three years. For me, it took almost two years to get the certification just because, you know, I was doing it on the side. So I was full-time teaching and doing this and just wanted to make sure that I was going through it at a pace that felt good for me, that I was really taking in the, the knowledge and understanding it. Um, but at the same time, I wasn't just like snails pacing through it and, um, you know, dragging it out. So, um, yeah, it can take, you know, uh, as short or as long as you want, but, um, roughly, you know, somewhere between, um, two to three years, uh, about. Nice. So it can be kind of self-paced is what I'm, yes. what I'm hearing. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. That's cool. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about 
so many people, but specifically teachers uh-huh. um, and their nutrition, maybe eating habits. And then what are some of the most common like unhealthy practices that you see so many, especially like teachers doing throughout the day? Gosh, well, can we just start with, I was thinking about tonight on my drive home because we had, um, we had like an early release and so kids went home early and then we had like a, an extended PD this afternoon. And when I walked into the PD, there were on, there was on every table, yes, six to eight pieces of candy, like, you know, just bite-sized candy. And I was just thinking like, this, this is coming out on the podcast tonight. Like this is exactly <laughs> what we don't need to be having in front of us because mm-hmm. it's tempting. I didn't have mm-hmm. any, but there were so many people around me that were like, oh yes, one more and let me have another oh, one. Yeah. You know, just like, did, right. Um, and so, I mean, that would be, I'm kind of going in the reverse here, but that would be something we really want to be mindful of, right? Is like when we're at staff meetings, I get having the snacks, but either one, let's advocate for healthier snacks or two, just bring mm. your own damn snack. Can I, can I say that? <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> yeah. Just bring your own snack, you know? Um, mm. cause then you're not tempted, right? Then you have right. what you need yeah. and you can tailor it to your needs and, um, there's less temptation, you know, just overall. That's, so That's been my gripe. Like at every staff yeah. meeting, it's so funny. I'm <laughs> like, why do we have to have donuts all the time? Why can't we use that money and go to the grocery store that is literally yeah. half a block away right. and get some fruit? Right. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, yeah, that would be like my first, you know, go-to is like, okay, let's as a whole collective, you know, building or staff, let's mindfully together create better choices so that people are not tempted, you know, to, to have, a whole smorgasbord of unhealthy Mm -hmm. things. Right. So, um, yeah. What do I notice though, in terms of teachers, um, just what they struggle with in in terms of food and nutrition? Well, I mean, again, we've said this and, and we know this time and time again, um, we're stressed, right? I mean, I don't know what teacher doesn't have stress from their job. It's just, it's inevitable. Um, and so what do we do when we're stressed? A lot of times, many of us cope with food like it's an we're emotional beings and sometimes food can be that that emotional um coping mechanism for us and and we use that to uh numb ourselves and so i think in order to you know eliminate some of those triggers wanting to you know gravitate towards those sugary foods um and packaged processed foods we have to first step back and develop some coping strategies like what are some things we can do instead of food and i'm not Mm -hmm. saying food can't be part of the equation maybe it is but maybe we're looking for healthier options like when i'm stressed maybe i'm reaching for a granola bar or a banana and i know that i like i i can feel people thinking like huh yeah that'll never happen like how am i gonna do that like snap my fingers and it's just gonna happen no it's not but it's again it's that whole process of like you bringing yourself back to let's start at square one and like really plan this out. What's going to be supportive for you in order to make the best choices. And so again, maybe healthier snacks are going to be something that you have in your quote unquote toolkit for yourself, um, you know, to, to manage stress. 
maybe not. Maybe you completely go to something along the lines of, you know, listening to calming music. I, I know many people, many teachers in my building that, you know, will bring their, their earbuds or headphones and they'll pop those in in the morning before school starts. And while they're planning, they've got those on so that they can just, you know, kind of get themselves collected, but also kind of de-stress at the same time. That's great mm. too. Um, you know, building in, if you're interested or it's supportive for you building in some sort of breathing practice or meditation mm -hmm. practice. And these things can happen at school or not, right? These things you can be doing at home before you go to school or when you come home from school, you can be doing those things. Um, I know teachers that, you know, on their lunch breaks and again, our lunch breaks, I don't know about you guys, but our lunch breaks are like super short. So we don't have, you know, a whole lot of time, but those that can work it in, you know, maybe getting out when the weather is nice and, taking a walk, or even if it's not, you know, ideal outside, doing a couple laps inside your building, if it's possible to just like, okay, I'm just going to walk around and just, you know, move my body and, you know, also breathe in and out, do some, you know, calming techniques while I'm, I'm walking around. Um, I mean, it sounds, it sounds like, gosh, well, I, you know, really have to plan that out. And like, when am I going to find time for that? But again, it's, if you want to make those changes in your life, you're going to mm -hmm. put in the time you're, you're going to prioritize yourself if this mm -hmm. means enough to you. Right. And mm -hmm. so it, it really comes back to you determining like, what is your why? Why do you want to do these things? If your why is big enough, if it's really compelling enough to you, when you think about it, you're going to most likely follow through on doing the things that you say you want to do to support yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You literally just described half of our course and you guys, Kelly has no idea what's inside of our course, but that is what is inside of our course. <laughs> Love it. What kind of um, health issues, long-term issues could, you know, not addressing the stress and not addressing our eating style cause for people? I think we know some of like the more obvious things like, you know, weight gain and, sure. um, but what are, yeah especially yeah. the stress aspect, since that's so intertwined, you know, what are some yeah. of those long-term issues? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, not to be like Debbie Downer or like uh, <laughs> to scare people, but I mean, and, and this is truthfully, you let that go long-term. And I mean, that's where autoimmune conditions come from because mm -hmm. your body is completely out of whack um, and it can't deal with the stress and it starts attacking other parts of your body. I mean, so full transparency, I have two autoimmune conditions. Now, mind you, they're managed um, because I developed one um, when I was 18, and that's a whole nother story. And the other one I developed just prior to the pandemic starting, um, actually I had had it, I had the, the genetic gene for it, um, but didn't realize that I had it until I went into to a uh, rheumatologist and said, something's not right. And they tested me and then lo and behold, found, found that out. But all of these, you know, in my research, in um, the, the countless, you know, articles that I've read and, and people that I've talked to, it's those two things that I have, you know, Hashimoto's, uh, which is a thyroid condition, low thyroid and, mm -hmm. um, and ankylosing spondylitis, which is, yeah, it's a mouthful in and of itself. <laughs> it is a, it's an arthritis condition. Um, mm. it's a psoriatic arthritis condition and both of those 
are, are directly linked back to just your body's stress. Um, I, from a young age was not able to properly manage stress. And, and I didn't come from a family that like, I didn't come from a traumatic background in terms of, you know, going through like a, a capital T trauma. Um, I, I had a great upbringing. My parents were phenomenal. Um, very supportive of me, very loving. Um, it was the, the stress that I have always dealt with has come from right here, from within. Um, mm -hmm. I have put a lot of stress on myself in my life. And only recently, you know, once I went back to school to become a certified holistic nutritionist, did I really realize how much that, that did me in, in the long term, and, and caused so much of what I dealt with. Um, so I, I, you know, I can't harp on enough and I will continue to keep saying this, but like stress management has got to be your number one thing. I, I don't care what you do after, you know, listening to this podcast episode or, um, you know, just how you move forward with your health and wellness, you have got to find something that is supportive of reducing your stress levels because that is the number one killer of all time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I wonder how this, I know this isn't a question we talked about ahead of time, so um, You're good. take your time to answer it, but with your training now, mm -hmm. especially with stress, how are you kind of, cause I'm sure it's, it's bleeding into the classroom, but how, yeah. how has that kind of looked for you to bring your new knowledge into your teaching? Yeah, that, I love this question. So yeah, it, it looks a lot different. It looks like me um, doing a lot of different things. So the, the first thing that comes to my mind is not taking work home with me. I mm -hmm. was, That was like my number one thing. It's like, oh, I didn't finish that. Okay, let's take that. Let's put that in my bag. Let's take that home. And let's try to do that at home. And sometimes it would happen and sometimes it wouldn't. And now it never happens at home. I'm like, if it doesn't get done at school, my, I clock in, so to speak, I'm not actually clocking in, but I tell myself you clock in at this time and you clock out at that time, right? Whenever that time is at the end of the day. And when you leave and you get in your car, you're done. And I know mm -hmm. for, for many of us, that's hard to do because we're in this for the kids, right? We want to be there to support the kids, but you can't be there for them. If you are running yourself ragged, right? Mm -hmm. You cannot be there for them. So you have got to set up boundaries. You've got to set up parameters around your life so that you are not killing yourself, so to speak, right? So that you are not dragging yourself in there every day, feeling like you're on a gas tank half full. Um, mm -hmm. So, I mean, that would be number one uh, that I do. You know, the, the other thing is I'm a lot more intentional about um, what I do with my body. So like, I am someone who a lot of times will not stop breathing, but I will have very shallow breaths when I'm mm -hmm. stressed. Um, mm -hmm. and so when I, 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 now I know that, right. I I'm aware of that. And when I start to feel myself start to breathe a little bit more shallowly, like not have a, a full deep breath, then I stop myself and I start doing some deep breathing practices so that I can just really start to regulate my body. I mean, breath work is like the, the untold secret, right? It's, it's something that, um, has transformative powers. It really does. And so that's something that I do, um, as well as I, uh, over the pandemic, I was actually trained in 
um, a youth yoga program. And I brought that back to the classroom. And so I do yoga at home, but now it's a way for me to, to do it myself, but also to have my kids do it with me. And then it's like a, a double whammy, right? Like I'm supporting myself, but my kids are also regulating themselves too with these practices. Mm -hmm. so, yes. uh, yeah. Love that. Yeah. And the best part about breathing is no one even has to know that you're doing right. it. Yeah. Every it's funny. Cause every time you've said breathe during this episode, I'm like, oh, I'm like taking a deep breath with you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, <clears throat> all right. We don't want to keep you on all night, but we would love to talk to you forever. <laughs> um, if, you were to give people three action steps to do today. Like they are done listening with this episode. Yeah. Um, what are you going to tell them to do to start moving towards a healthier lifestyle? Because like you already said, um, you're going to eventually, if you keep on down this road of burnout, you're going to end up with, other issues down the road, which are going to cost you a lot of money, right? Like one of the biggest objections that we hear from people is we can't be healthy. You, you can't, you can't buy fruits and vegetables or blah, 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 all this other stuff because it's too expensive. Mm. And I always come back with, well, are you still buying all the crap on top of the good food? Because yeah, then it's going to be expensive. But then also like you can put the money in now and not have to worry about it later on when you're in the hospital or you can continue on down this stressful lifestyle and continue eating all the junk and and not really do anything about it. And then who knows what's going to happen later on down the road. So what are three action steps that somebody could take away from this right now? Yeah, I love this. Well, and so it's, it's not going to be maybe for the listener, this is, is not going to be what you would typically think I would say first, but the, the first thing I would say, your first action step should be figure out what your stressors are, like mm -hmm. whether they, are, you know, home, I'm sure there's home stressors, but also work stressors, school stressors, figure out what those are, and then start to create an action plan around what are your coping strategies going to be. And, and just commit yourself to saying it's not going to be, you know, candy, sweets, mm -hmm. um, you know, fast food, Tr you know, trust yourself to know what you can handle, but really try and step out of your comfort zone and experiment with different options, different techniques, different strategies. Um, so number one would be, you know, figure out what are your stressors and start to develop a a, a strategy plan for how you're going to cope with those stressors because again they're not going away but we need to be able to manage them so that we can one be you know living a, a healthy life um, a sane life but also we can then be able to show up for others um, you know which is what our job as as a teacher as for you know the two of you as moms that's what it's all about so um, that would be number one number two would be sleep um, that mm -hmm. is, you know, again, as teachers, like, hello, if we are not well <laughs> rested, how can we show up to, to do the best for our kids to 
perform. I mean, we're, we're almost kind of performers, right. To, to show up and have that energy and that engagement with the kids. We can't do that if we are running on little to no fuel in our body. So, mm -hmm. you know, developing a nightly routine where you are going to bed, you know, pretty much consistently at a set time and you're waking up at pretty much a, a set time. Mm -hmm. Um, that would be my number two. And then again, not related to food. I know this is crazy, but I, I really would want, you know, the listener who's, who's listening to this to not get caught up in the food because yes, it matters, but these other things are almost more important because if you don't get these under control, then the food's, the food's not going to matter anyways. So my, mm -hmm. my third thing I would say would be to develop a routine in the morning that is supportive to you getting up and, and feeling confident in your body, in yourself, in your mind, so that you can move forward into that day, you know, making the best, most intentional choices, um, with your body, but also for your students and for your family. Um, so yeah, th those would be my three without, you know, without making sure that we've got uh, our, our sleep under control, making sure our stress levels are under control and, and really developing routines um, that are successful in, in getting ourselves um, up in the morning and ready to go as teachers. Um, it's going to be quite difficult to, to do anything in terms of, uh, you know, modifying or changing our, our way of eating, our, our eating patterns. So I think yeah, Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say once you get those, you know, established, once you you feel consistent um, with those things, you feel like they're supportive. Um, then you can start going down that that other path of the food piece, and I, I think it'll be a lot easier because you know you won't if, if you're getting consistent rest, your blood sugar is not going to be spiking all the time. So you're gonna mm -hmm. it's gonna be easier to eat better foods because you're not gonna be craving that other stuff as much. So you're really, like I said, you're really front loading these positive, um, habits. So that way you can, you know, do yourself a favor down the road when you start to implement more of the nutrition piece. Yeah. I'm, and... I'm glad you said that because that was going to be, that was a question I had in my head. Like I wondered if by reducing the stress and the stress hormones, like would that yeah. naturally also decrease yep. cravings? So mm -hmm. I'm glad you said that. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And also if you guys need helpful tips for nighttime and morning time routines, go all the way back to the beginning of our episodes, all the way back. Cause Roberta and I, when we first started this podcast, we were like, what do we like, what episodes do we want to start with? And both of us were like nighttime and morning time routines. So episode one through six is nighttime and morning time routines for adults and kiddos and then we even have the kiddos broken up into younger age kids and older kids so go back and check those out they are like the six of Roberta and I is like our six favorite episodes <laughs> awesome yeah so, so Kelly if our listeners want um, more information or want to reach out how is it best to get a hold of you yeah. Yeah. So thank you for allowing me to share that. Yeah. Uh, so the best place to, to connect with me would be on Instagram. So you can find me at Kelly K E L L Y underscore Bluth B L U T H. Um, I am also on TikTok, not as much, but, um, I'm there. I have a podcast called listening to your gut, 
where we focus on the literal and figurative meaning of that phrase. Um, and with that, I also have a podcast Facebook community where we do lots of different things. I have currently a gut health book club that we are in the midst of. Um, I cool. do weekly wellness chats on Wednesday. And then um, twice a week, I do 30 minute movement sessions with dance infused um, workouts that um, that I stream live on there, um, as well as I have a um, biweekly newsletter that I send out. So lots of ways that you can connect with me. Um, I will share all of those links with the two of you so that if you want to put those in the show notes, you can. But I would say the best mm -hmm. way to connect with me would be through um, Instagram. So I'm always happy to, to chat and um, any questions you have, just feel free to DM me and I would I would love to chat with you. And you're doing one-on-one -on -one clients too, aren't you? I am. Yep. I work uh, currently one-on-one -on -one with women. Yep. Um, and then here in the next couple of months, I will um, be launching my first program too. So. Ooh. Yeah. And you guys, I went and checked out her website because I have someone in my life who was dealing with a lot of um, gut health issues and I went and checked out like her website and super good you guys go check it out if you if you need some help like figuring gut stuff out and I have talked with Kelly yeah. like when did we meet Kelly like a month and a half ago on the yeah. first power hour or whatever yep. and she has been so freaking helpful on Instagram just like answering my questions about stuff and she's she's just she's wonderful so I highly suggest you go follow her and like if you think there's something going on ask her what she thinks maybe is going on and she yeah. can give you some insight so I know you can't diagnose people right, right. question but yeah, but I can give you, you know, things to try to, to kind of eliminate, you know, potential um, possibilities of, of things that um, might be going on. So, and, and I mean, I've seen quite a bit myself through my own healing, um, just having a lot of gut issues myself, but I've also, you know, through clinical work, I've also um, seen quite a bit. So, yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for being here with us today. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. We want to thank you guys so much for taking the time out of your day to listen to us chat about healthy family living. We would love to hear your thoughts or any ideas you have for future episodes. So feel free to message us at the teacher mamas podcast at gmail.com or the teacher mamas podcast on Instagram. It would also mean so much to us if you would leave a quick rating or review on whatever platform you're listening from. If something really stood out to you today, don't forget to share it with someone else in your life that might need to hear it too. Spread the word. Please don't forget to share with your online community and tag us. For more positivity and inspiration on how we navigate life and the things we do on a daily basis to stay sane in the crazy, don't forget to go follow each of us on Instagram. Check the show notes for our handles.